This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Friday. We will dive into North Carolina Duke coming up at 20 minutes. The main event of tomorrow night's Final Four right now, though. Let's look at the Rookie of the Year market in MLB, AL, and NL. The final teams are set, and now is your last chance to cash in on PropSwap. PropSwappers have been making thousands of dollars by buying and selling college basketball teams. You always find the best odds because you're buying from other bettors like yourself. After you make your PropSwap purchase, either hold the ticket or go for the win. Download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. So I imagine... Some tickets that uh, we and our audience buy for the Rookie of the Year race could certainly, and we will certainly see them on prop swap as the year goes on, because there's probably no futures market that's more volatile than Rookie of the Year. You know, we can try to guess right now who the best players are, MVP contenders like the Sotos of the world and yeah. Bryce Harper, whoever. But the Rookie, you know, it's you're throwing darts at a dartboard, right? We kind of know who's supposed to be good, but you really don't know. And you might find an interesting one or two. Um I want to start with the American League here. Bobby Witt Jr., the favorite to win this thing, plus 280. Yeah, yeah you know, just looking over these two overall, and, and we will start with the American League. Um, Jay Kassan knows more about this than just about anybody else that I know, and he follows these markets. Um, Jake, is my perspective uh, correct if I say that in the National League side, you probably want to look more to the top but the American League Rookie of the Year is stacked, and maybe we can uh, find more value on that side. W- would you agree with that? Yeah, I would say the American League is wide open. Everyone yeah. is fawning over Witt Jr., but you don't really know when he's going to be up yet, and there's just so much talent in the American League. You got two top eight prospects on the Tigers alone. You have Rutschman in Baltimore, and these guys are going to play early. They're ready. Their teams are saying they're going to play them, so... Yeah, there's a lot of guys to choose from in the American League. I didn't even mention Rodriguez in Seattle. Yep. Yeah, he's a third favorite right now. Uh, Joe G mentioned Bobby Witt. There's no, there's no reason to, to bet him at 3-1, to one, as wide open as it is. I mean, when you go way down, when we go outside of the top five favorites, oh, wait, we didn't even mention Riley Green yet, and he's 15-1. to one. And that's yep. who Jake was alluding there. Uh, alluding he's to down there. to 8-1 to in to some Tigers. places. 8-1? to one? Okay. Yeah. The best number I found was 15. Uh, so yeah, um, where, where are we looking, man? I mean, I, I want to say it's about volume, but it's probably really about impact. And that's what we see with this. So with the national league, I think the, I think these are two very different conversations, but I think it's quite easy to go, go 10 deep and say, you know, it's probably, uh, could be worth something taking some shots at some, uh, some guys that are listed here at 40 and 50 to one. 
So if we go beyond the top, and I, I agree with your, the assessment here, it's like, which one are you going to pick? Because which junior? Because yeah. he's up the whole year. I, I wouldn't bet Adley Rushman for the Orioles. He's not coming up yet. He's going to be behind. I think he's really good, but he's behind these other guys. And you're not getting the value mm-hmm. that he's going to miss probably his first month or whatever, whenever they decide to call him up. I think Riley Green is interesting, still at 11, I'm seeing at, at, at FanDuel. But if I went down, two names stand out. Joe Ryan, might have the most generic name. The Twins just named him their opening yeah. day starter. So either they think they have something there or the rotation just isn't what we they want it to be. But he's going to start opening day for them. That just opened my eyes. Like, all right. That's, he's, that's remarkable. He's yeah. their guy on opening. Yeah. And they, they traded for Sonny Gray, right? It's not like they have nobody in the rotation. So Joe Ryan, 25 to 1. And then I thought Reed Detmers was interesting. He's former top 10 pick, 40 to 1 for the Angels. If he's any good at all, he's going to be in the rotation soon because they need pitching. 40 to 1? All right. I'll – uh. I'll kind of put throw it out there and you can follow up with him if you want in an hour. Uh, Michael Beller is going to be joining the show for college basketball conversation for the most part, but he's terrific on baseball as well. And I recorded an interview with him yesterday, which will air on the score on Saturday morning, 6 a.m. Central time in Chicago. Uh, We always preview the season. We've had a couple World Series winners, two in the last three years on that show. His favorite AL Rookie of the Year is Reed Detmers, no doubt about it. And you can find him, as you mentioned, at 40. Uh, Griffin Canning, he had a setback, so it looks like he's not going to be ready for opening day, which opens the door. If you believe in the Angels, and I know a lot of people were burned on them last year. Uh, I'm one of them. But if you think that they can get it all together and they're two studs, Stay healthy. Actually, three studs when we're talking about that lineup. And there's a spot for Reed Detmers in the rotation all season long, and they can take the West. I think that can come into play here with the AL Rookie of the Year. That's a lot of value at Mm -hmm. 40 to 1. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like You can go top five. At the bottom of the top 10 is probably where Detmers is. And if he's going to play all season long, he can stay healthy. He's an interesting name. Uh, something I did notice going over recent winners of the Rookie of the Year awards was every other year we get a pitcher. The last pitcher was Devin Williams in 2020 with a 0.33 ERA. That's yeah, that small sample. Yeah. Uh, Otani was 2018. Michael Fulmer was 2016. And DeGrom, 2014. Oh. So uh, is that is that trend going to continue? Maybe. Maybe it could be every other year here. Uh, and Detmers is just that. But but there are a few different names that are interesting. Uh, American League will be uh, fascinating to watch because you assume some of these names at the very top that are not going to start the season with their clubs, uh, those numbers are going to continue to drop. So it doesn't make sense to to take a short number on one of these guys that isn't going to start the season with the big club. What are you thinking, Aaron? Any names stand out? Um, there's a couple guys um, with the Tigers. Spencer Torkelson, who was the number mm-hmm. one overall pick in 2020. Um, and then a little bit further, you could look at Riley Green. Um, basically, I mean, the Tigers have been bad for so long. They've got some, some top five draft picks who are going to be ready here. So maybe one of the, them takes a big step forward. Um, and they rank pretty high in the MLB prospect list. 
Yeah, and they're going to be the story. They'll probably be the story of if those two guys come up together, they're going to be a story together because the Tigers could take a leap, and those two guys are top five picks. Big, yeah, big part of the franchise moving yeah. forward. So it'll be interesting to see how they play this year. Yeah, and it feels like everyone just assume, just thinks they're going to be good. Like, there's no question; those guys are going to be good players, and it's just a matter of how quickly. If I'm going to throw one more totally off the wall one at you, and it's a it's a big number. At 100 to 1, AJ Puck for the A's, former top 10 pick. He's like 6'7. And he's, he was a starter. Not. Can't have it. <laughs> Can't have it. I, got, I have to. No. I have to. Here's 1,000% no, Joji. He's going you, to the my bullpen. Was open, just donate that money to me. He's going right. to the bullpen. And the, you look at him, and you know what? You, you could see an Andrew Miller transition at some point for him. His elbow explodes every year. I know, I know. He's never healthy. And I love him. I love AJ Puck. I want him to be good so bad. I've been trying to bang the drum for AJ Puck for like three years. Every year, he gets like three starts in and his elbow just explodes. But what about him as a reliever? Because Joe mentioned Devin Williams, like, right? Like a reliever can win this. Andrew Miller's career started like this. He was a top pick. He stunk as a starter, got hurt. And then they're like, wait. You're six seven. How about we just do this for an inning or two? And he became just incredible for a decade. I I, I think he's interesting. It's um it's one you just throw a couple dollars on. But he's a hundred to one. He'll be so, under but, but Jake, you're out not because of the depth of the American League rookies, because of the players' injury history. That and I mean he's gonna get dinged for being in Oakland too. They're gonna be so bad. Yeah. And then and plus but if knowing he has the Oakland, highest war. I mean, once once they trade Montes and Manaya too, he's going to be forced to start, and then his elbow will explode. Well, then I would like a bus. I think he's got. I think he's a relief pitcher. They just have to. Put uh, yeah, I mean, I would like them, but I think Oakland they they're just going to force him to start, especially once they trade those guys. With, yeah, with, he might. With the number, I and I get again a hundred to one. Some places down to fifty, so shop around. But with the number of what we think are quality position players. It's gonna be really tough for a reliever to win this award this year. Yeah, and to go back to Devin Williams on that, that was this that was the pandemic shortened year, right? So his one three eight stood out because it was like they only played sixty games. All right, let's jump to the NL. So we had our guy on. I yesterday. think it was zero point three three. Am I wrong? No, it I think was it, insanely what, low. You're yeah. right. Whatever you said was right. I, I misspoke. A it was third, it's a third of a run. <laughs> He didn't yeah. get. He didn't give up any runs. I think he gave up runs like his second outing, and then he didn't have a run the rest of the season. He was nuts. Yeah. Well, um, and with right, Williams too, he has that. His pitches, like aesthetically, watching him is very yeah. pleasing. Like the airbender, air, that changeup is and, insane. That changeup, it is wild. All right, National League here. Seiya Suzuki is um, the favorite, and we had Sean Zarillo on yesterday from the Action Network, and he mentioned him. You could, I uh, think, at that point, five to one. He threw out. I'm seeing it at plus three fifty. On FanDuel in the moment, he's the favorite. O'Neill Cruz, the six-seven shortstop for the Pirates, who's starting the year in the minors, plus four sixty. Hunter Green, who everyone has been like just excited about for years because he throws hundred miles an hour, he's plus six fifty. Yeah. He'll be in the Reds opening day rotation. Bryson Stott, who I think is all but locked up a spot on the Phillies opening day roster, he's nine to one. And then you go down Joey Bart, fifteen to one. This is an interesting. There's the players aren't as good in the NL like the, the young. No. They're not like Suzuki might be really good, but after that, I I don't have any conviction any of these guys are stars after that. So this is this is wide open too in a different way. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Right. And yeah, I mean, that's a, I, I just can't get it out of my head exactly what Zarilla pointed out about Suzuki. And I think he's right. He thinks it should be closer to even money and you can still find plus 500 out there on the board. Yeah. I mean, if you throw a few of these players on the American League, they're probably not even being discussed. Mm-hmm. Right. Or you take one of those top 10 guys in, in the AL, throw them in the NL. They're going to be probably one of the top favorites. The one thing that really popped to me is the value on Joey Bart. Uh, we've been hearing his name for so long. And OK, now here's the plan. Posey retires. It's your gig. And you could find him at 15 to one. But I, offensively, I just don't know that the numbers are going to be there. Um, that that's the challenging part for me with Bart, but that 15 to one is enticing. You mentioned Hunter green. Uh, you can also find him as high as 10 to one. I love his story. I was, uh, listening to a podcast years ago with his father who actually works in uh, Johnny Cochran's law firm. At least he did at one time. Uh, amazing kid. I mean, just a terrific story when he was in little league, they didn't let him pitch. Like his dad is still, he was ticked off about it. Um, and it was clearly because of the color of his skin. So, I mean, he grew up, you know, in an area where he was the only black kid and, and he fought through it and he went over and they played at Compton and then he got his opportunities and look at him. He's pitching in the major leagues. It's just a phenomenal story, but story it is. And they wouldn't even let him play shortstop. And we all know in little league, the best players are pitchers and shortstop, but they wouldn't even give him a chance. Um, and, and then when they finally let him in, it was in the playoffs. And the coaches were thinking, they found this out after the fact, they were thinking because the father advocated for him, he said, hey, you know, these kids are crying on the mound. He doesn't want to pitch. Why won't you let my kid get a crack at it? He can pitch. I'm telling you, I work with the kid every day. And and they finally let him in in the playoffs in like extra innings because they thought he was going to fail when he was a kid and he balled out. So and then then they left that league. I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting uh, backstory. So wow. I'm certainly rooting for Hunter Green. I love this story. But he I also I, was a two way player in college, which is really cool. That's awesome. Um, I'm worried when I see someone that is in the minors that long. That's been hyped a while, and it, and it's a pitcher. So I hope he does well. That is one good thing about the Reds just selling off all of their pieces. That guys like Hunter Green are, go- are going to finally get a crack at it, and I hope he does succeed there. But um, can we get away from Suzuki starting opening day? As long as he stays healthy, he's going to no, be the guy the on a very poor team, and he's going to be wearing those Cubs colors, so he's going to get that bump a little bit. He's going to—he's the number one story involving the Cubs. It's going to be Suzuki, and it's probably going to be: Are they going to trade Wilson Contreras? 
right at the deadline. Some because all, all the other top names from the championship team are already gone. But when when I hear guys like Sean Zarillo say this guy should be even money, he's plus five hundred, that jumps out to me. And uh, Sean's really good at this. So and it makes perfect sense. Everything he laid out, especially with the lack of depth we see on the National League side. He's going to play all year. He's going to, I mean, I don't know where they're going to hit him, but it's going to be near the top of the lineup. He's, he's one of the best players. And he's not a kid. Like, I know he'll have a transition from the, uh, Japan to the major leagues, but, like, there's no minor leagues if he struggles here. He gets to play all year. They sign him to a $70 million contract, right? Like, Bryson Stott struggles for three weeks with the Phillies. They say, go back. Go back to AAA. So, I think it's the best. I Even though it's not a great value, plus 350 or plus 5 to, you know, five to 1, whatever you find it, Aaron, Suzuki's my, my pick on this. Yeah, it seems like it's Suzuki and everyone else, which, you know, what is he projected to get? Like the metrics predicting that he could get like up to 30 home runs this season, I was reading. It wouldn't shock me, maybe 20s. Yeah, I mean, he's got so much experience. That's that's the key compared to everybody else. Was it over 900 games he's played professionally already? But he's still something been a like eight years person. he played professionally. Some crazy. One thousand nine hundred games in the uh, the NPB, but uh, over a right. thousand total foreign games. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. yeah. What 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 do you think about that? When you see someone playing at a high level, one of the top position players over there. How how uh, much of a drop off do you think it is? I think I mean maybe it's like AAA, and if he's sitting three fifty or three forty in AAA, he can come here and play. Okay. Yeah, I, I like him. He reminds me of Deki Matsui, but just a right handed version. And he he was a good player. He was a good player for a long time. We'll talk Final Four next. Duke, North Carolina, on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.